Hi there, Megan with Megan Thompson Coaching. Here we are today and I want to talk to you about your highly sensitive child and whether or not they are emotionally available for learning. What, what does that mean, Megan? So let's figure this out together. Hello and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children? Stop walking on eggshells and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. So if you are parenting a highly sensitive child and they are struggling in the school setting, whether that means they are holding it all in and exploding at home, or they are uh, sharing with you that that, they don't understand school or they are stuck, or, or they are acting out with ineffective behaviors or shutting down uh, at school, this video is for you, okay? So we're gonna pay attention to our talk today. It's going to be uh, fairly short so that we uh, understand what we're focusing on. Okay, so first and foremost, uh, highly sensitive children have a different way of experiencing the world. So if your, if your child is struggling with paying attention in school, it can be a challenge to understand whether or not this is due to their highly sensitive nature, right? Being detail-oriented, very focused on um, many parts of um, what they're learning and digesting that and taking their time to do that because if they're taking in more information from the world, it's going to take them longer time than somebody who's not taking in that much information to process it, right? To digest it, make sense of it, and then move on. And so this can be missed from uh, from a school setting, from a school professional. It might seem distractible or flighty or uh, inattentive, right? You might be getting some diagnoses uh, that aren't a good fit or hints at a diagnosis that's not a good fit. So you wanna pay attention to this. Knowing that your child is highly sensitive, uh, is critical to um, to be able to advocate prop- appropriately and know- knowing how your child fits the highly sensitive trait is critical in advocating in the school setting, right? So uh, when your child's wa- brain is wired differently, you need to be able to describe that effectively. And one of the things uh, that you need to understand is that if you're not emotionally um, present in the world, right? If you're worried or distracted by your worries, or if you're feeling frustrated and you're trying not to explode, you're not gonna be present. You're not gonna be present to the moment. You're not gonna be focused. Uh, You will be overwhelmed by any other stressor that's happening. Say, for example, taking a test, or if the teacher is uh, managing a lot in the classroom and you're worried about the teacher because you're highly sensitive, (laughs) uh, then your child may be struggling significantly with staying on task in the classroom, okay? So this is a pretty clear sign that your child's emotionally not available to learn more because they're already overwhelmed, all right? Um, and next is is because your child's um, taking in more information, right? They're taking in information, they're taking in data that other children might not be taking in. Um, how a teacher is talking, how a, a classmate is talking to another classmate, worried about how that might play out on the playground, 
Um, all, all of these factors are important for you to be noticing uh, if you're wondering if your child is highly sensitive and how that impacts the their presentation in school, okay? Um, and since they're feeling deep, more deeply as well, worried about other children in the classroom, worried about themselves, worried about how other people might um, think of them or how they might be able to manage their own emotions in the classroom um, and how they might ask for help or whether or not they can ask for help. There's a lot of uncertainty if you don't have emotional management skills uh, for a highly sensitive child. A lot of hemming and hawing. You might see it as um, some people might describe it as um, slow to warm up, right? Um, uh, indecisive. This might be a, an ineffective way of, of describing a lack of skill in managing emotions. And um, highly sensitive people can really struggle with that. Children are included in that dynamic. When you don't have emotion management skills, it's harder to trust your gut on, on what the right fit is and you can make decisions from fear. So your child, obviously, if they're afraid of getting the wrong answer, then they might not um, offer an answer at all. They'll be making their decision from fear rather than their gut um, sense that they know the answer, they've been studying for a while, etc. So this is another piece um, to, to really be looking at. I mean, as a parent, you need to be able to tell the teacher uh, how your child is emotionally available for learning. You need to be able to understand what that looks like, okay? Um, and then also the information that your child's taking in can impede them from digesting what they just learned. So there's overwhelm with the pace of the classroom if your child is struggling like that. And so many of you might be wondering if your child's teacher is the right fit, if your child's school environment is the right fit long-term, especially if your child's struggling in the school setting. And some of you might be thinking, okay, maybe I just uh, leave the school setting and we go to uh, a Waldorf set, set up, a nature classroom sort, sort of approach, an outside, outdoor school, um, Montessori, um, uh, private school where there's smaller classrooms perhaps or a higher focus on the arts or a charter school with a higher focus on the arts or emotion management, etc. And what's important to notice is that um, those, while those paces of, of the classroom and the, or those approaches to education might be different, the teacher um, is a wild card no matter where you go, right? And I'm not saying this um, by saying wild card means that teachers are bad or your child is is in, in you know poor hands uh, in, in any educational setting. I'm just saying it's not something you can predict. So no matter where you put your child, your child is going to need to um, advocate for their needs in the education system. And in order to teach them to advocate, you need to know what it looks like for your child, um, when your child is listening, when your child is attending, what your child, um, uh, how your child presents themselves in that respect in order to tell the teacher what to watch out for in order to make sure that the teacher's a right fit, okay? So what does that mean? That means that you as your child's parent are the best person to figure out what, emotion, what educational setting is appropriate for your child and also what, how your child is learning and whether or not your child is in the right educational setting right now, as well as tweak that educational setting, right? It's not to say that you need to change schools um, or even change teachers to, um, to break out of this pattern. You know, educators are, are there to help children and it's a firm belief I have that a lot of them are quite overwhelmed and so educators really benefit from knowing exactly what helps your child. Uh, and we see this, you know, when children are stuck in the meltdown cycle. And so when we think about uh, advocating for your sensitive child and, and tackling this one avenue of where they're stuck, you are the one who needs to lead the show.
Okay, so if you want our help to discern that, you need to register for our free event coming up on Friday, February 3rd at 4 p.m. Eastern, all right? So I am going to personally walk you through how to understand how your child fits the highly sensitive trait, uh, discern and, and make sure that you are understanding that concept. And then that is uh, part of the free event. We're running a two-part event, same day, all in one fell swoop, all right? Part of it's going to be free. And part of it will be if you want to upgrade and work with me directly and ask questions and, and understand more about how to take this into the school setting and really become um, your child's school-related expert, then, uh, then, then we'll continue on and that training will last about three hours total start to finish. And uh, we're going to help you um, stay, stay focused and uh, make sure that you're advocating appropriately related to school. Okay, so many of you might think, okay, um, you know, school is really where my child is struggling the most. And uh, I'm not sure that I need to, to work with you directly, Megan, for, um, for everything and, you know, break out of, out of the meltdown cycle altogether. Or you're wondering if, um, you know, if school is really the angle to, um, to tackle first. So we have this available for you, okay? Um, you're gonna register for that event. Again, if you want uh, support directly for me, uh, you can you can upgrade to our elite level and we will support you. I'll help you. I keep saying we. <laughs> it's me. I'm going to be there. Uh, but my team members will be, will be <laughs> helping out. Um, and uh, I'll walk you through the, the process of understanding and advocating and knowing exactly what to say and, and how to speak with authority on your child's educational process. And this is really critically important as parenting a highly sensitive child. You cannot be deferring to the school professionals to teach your child if your child is struggling in the school. You need to be equal player in, um, in this dynamic. And at, at, at times you need to be the director of the show, okay? So I, um, this is something that we teach our clients to do and they see strong success even without accessing special education support, whether their child qualified or if they never even pursued it, right? Some, or if they pursued it and their child didn't qualify, we still help our clients achieve success in the, in the classroom. And uh, we wanna be able to, to do that for you as well. So again, um, short-term support, Friday, uh, February 3rd, 2023, it's coming up. Let's get you rocking into um, breaking out of some ineffective patterns in your ch child's educational plan. Uh, a lot of people have been asking, will we do this again, right? Um, is there a replay, okay? Um, no and yes. <laughs> what do I mean by that? The last time we ran a, a, um, a school-related separate um, support system was in 2019, I think, five years ago or maybe even 2018, okay? That, was, that would have been five years ago. If I could do math, <laughs> don't worry, I'm not teaching your kid. <laughs> um, I jest, okay, I do math. But um, it was either four or five years ago that we did something like this. Uh, we just haven't really seen the need nor um, had the time given the support that we've had in place. And now we do, okay? But I cannot guarantee you that I'll do this again uh, this year, next year, I don't know um, if, if at all I'll do this again. All right, but we're doing it now. So take advantage, take advantage. Make sure that you register um, and get started and then um, upgrade to the elite level to, to receive direct support. Um, and we'll, we'll break it down what you need to we'll answer questions. It'll be interactive. I'll double check how you're advocating, how you're describing your child. Uh, we'll knock that out in this, uh, in this consultation here, okay? 
Um, next is understanding uh, what you need to do. You got to go to megantonsoncoaching.com backslash school to register. Okay. You will get access to the replay if you register. All right. You'll get access to the whole thing if you register and upgrade to elite. And then there will be limited access to the replay for the free event. We're, we're not going to give that, um, uh, we're not going to give unlimited access. Uh, for those who, who access it for free. But um, in order to access it all together, you will have to register no matter what, okay? To access any of it, you'll have to register. So make sure you do that, all right? And then uh, the replay will be accessible um, uh, for those who, who upgrade for the whole thing. Um, and, uh, you know, let's, let's get you supported. Let's get you uh, breaking out of this pattern. Uh, if you have questions, go ahead and ask them, um, at the bottom of this video, myself, my team will take a look later today and, uh, help you in that respect, answer any questions that you might have, making sure that this is the right fit for you. Happy to support you in that as well. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. See you Friday. Thanks for joining me for this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you're ready to join a community of parents focused on eliminating the daily meltdown cycle and want more support, be sure to join our free Facebook group, Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja, where we provide free video trainings to parents just like you. You can find that in the search bar of Facebook or you can go to facebook.com backslash groups backslash parenting highly sensitive child. Thank you and have a wonderful day.